0: Are your clients so confident that you're going to be able to get them the outcome that they want, that they don't feel hardly any risk at all moving forward with you? Well, if you don't have that kind of experience when you bring on a new client, then you are likely leaving an enormous amount of money on the table. Because here's what happens. When we are um, talking with prospects, when um, we are in this, this engagement to this enrollment conversation, what clients are thinking about in their back of their mind is whether they know this or not is, can this person get, can this company get us the results that we want? And, um, sometimes they don't even know exactly what those results are, which is why a really good discovery process is going to suss out and help them really get clear on what they want and whether you can help them with that or not. And when you have done what I'm going to be sharing with you today, um, in your company, you will have really solid confidence that you can deliver them the kind of outcomes that they want, and that you can share that with conviction and maybe even a guarantee. Like, for example, you know, this week, looking at the at a, one of um, our, our our new clients' businesses, I was looking at it that with, they were still a prospect, and I was looking at this, and I. Could say with certainty that yes, we can get you to a million dollars. We can get you to a million dollars in, you know, X amount of time. And um, I know that based on a number of factors that I am qualifying them for, and I am really confident in that. And I'm so confident that I'm willing to guarantee, you know, a certain level of ROI for our services, and guarantee that like our first stages, they're going to be 100 percent happy. And and um, that's the level of certainty that you want for yourself and for your sales team um when you're when you're pitching to new pro- to new clients I don't know if pitching is the right word I don't I mean, a lot of people use the word pitching but the way I'm looking at it is that just just qualifying and quantifying you know how much pain are they in how important is it then for them to actually see, to to make this happen in their company and um you know qualifying do they have everything that they need in place for us to be able to get an amazing result for them so really you want to be able to get to your, your selling process to that point so that you can really qualify, um, out and just work only with the very best kind of type of clients that are going to be the most profitable and the the most enjoyable to work with. So, um, I have been doing some work lately around guarantees and doing a lot of testing and really understanding what, um, I guess it's not testing. We've been doing testing for a a number of of years, but but really what we've been doing is some research around what's holding people back from being able to double, triple, quadruple their fees. So these are some of the things that we found from our research. And um, the reason why clients aren't willing to pay four times as much for your fees are um, well, clients are testing you out. You know, that when, when they get started with you, they're looking to see if it's going to work out. They're not quite sure they're willing to throw a certain amount of money at you. Right. So, um, when there's a higher risk, there's a lower amount they're willing to invest. And when there is a lower risk, there's a higher amount that they're willing to invest. And you know, that what, what looks like high and low is also going to be dependent on the level of companies that you're working with. But, um, Really, if you're not able to forex your fees right now, then what it is is you haven't earned the level of trust and confidence with your clients so they won't pay any more than they already are paying for your current services right now. I mean, part of that is you asking for more. But the reason why you ask for more is if you feel confident actually, um, asking for that. Right. And, and this comes from a deeper rooted issue of like h- how the company actually delivers it. You hear all these marketing gurus talk, we'll just increase your fees. Just can just charge more. Right. And, and they're right. But at the same time, they're wrong. They don't, un- they're, they're missing a really key component, which is the reason why you can't in- re- increase your fees. Perhaps it might just be that you just, you just need to go and increase them. But, um, and, and there, there's some aspect of that, but um, what we see a lot of times happen, you know, multiple seven figure companies. They're doing all the right things. The, the, the company is going on uh, going along well. They're profitable. Their team is nice and solid, and they're they're giving great results. But what's happening is that they're um, when they are offering, um, they're making offers to cl- to, to prospective clients. They, they, they really, um, in the back of their mind, they're thinking of the results that they've created for past clients on one end of the spectrum, maybe they're pretty low and they're like, well, this one didn't, didn't quite work out that well. And it might've even been partly because the client wasn't very committed and not didn't give you what you needed to be successful, or it might've just been a bad client selection. You know, there's all these things that you learn along the way. Um, but then on the other side, you have clients that were, maybe you've been able to add multiple million dollars of, um, extra revenue to their company. Right. So you have like, you might have these, these varying, um, ends of the spectrum. So what a lot of, um, agency owners do especially, um, is that they, they kind of average it out and say somewhere in the middle. it's like, well, well, you know what, we're confident we can, you know, if if they're seeing hundreds of thousands, well, maybe they're confident that they can add a couple hundred thousand dollars to the company. They, They don't feel comfortable sharing much more than saying much more than that because your integrity is on the line and you don't want to be that guy who, promises the moon and delivers, um, a whole lot less than that. So you want to, to, you have your integrity that's on the line and you want to, to make sure that you are, um, doing what's right for the client. So, um, that, that can be a real challenge when you, you are looking at your results from this perspective of, um, the, the, the very best results and the lowest end results, right? So we'll get to how, how to actually solve that here in a moment. But, um, when you are averaging out your clients' results between your very best clients and your very worst clients, then you really what you're doing is you're um watering down the outcomes that you can actually get for your clients. and that's going to hurt your confidence when you're showing up and selling. So in order to increase your fees and dramatically increase your profits, there are five things I'm going to share with you here. so um here's the thing about increasing profits in your company so um, you don't actually have to, you don't have to actually charge a whole lot more in order to dramatically increase your price, increase your profits. Here's why. Anything, it, let, let's say that you're charging $5,000 a month for your services. We'll just throw out a round number like that. Now, if you now start charging $6,000 or $7,000 a month, you now have two, that's $2,000 more a month of profit per client. So $2,000 more of profit times 12, that's $24,000 of extra take home profit. Well, I mean, pre-tax, right? But, but I mean, that's assuming that it didn't cost you any extra to deliver that. And sometimes it does, but, um, but that that is a dramatic improvement in your profit because you, you're all your costs are already covered. Um, because from but when when you increase your fees then you can increase your profits considerably so let's talk about how to actually do that how to so the the first thing is to solve a bigger problem so um are are you solving um five figure problems are you solving six figure problems are you solving high six figure problems are you solving multiple seven figure problems like how much is your solution worth now this is, this is where it, this is really important. And this is, this is a big shift to make for you too, because if you are, um, if you're just, if you're solving six figure problems, then, um, you, you can, you can really only be charging, um, ethically, you know, in a multiple five, five to 10 X ROI. That's the way I look at pricing. So you want, so, um, if you're charging $5,000 a month, you should be able to at least deliver, um five times and 10 times as much of that so um you know being being able to deliver 250 to 500,000 dollars of value for that so so it's a really simple equation here so if you want if you want to to charge more you just need to have a, a bigger um problem to solve that's more painful so um so the, so what that could mean is just looking at what is it going to take for us to solve bigger problems for our clients. And if you are already getting some really big case studies like that, it's looking at you know how do we replicate that and what needs to be in place for us to do that over and over again? And um, who can we do that for over and over again? And maybe that it feels like kind of an outlier, right? But maybe there's aspects of that that you can apply to um, a, a certain set of circumstances so that... You, so that you can dramatically um, improve the results that you get for your clients, solve a bigger problem, and um, and number two here is to now that you can solve a bigger problem, make a bigger promise. So make a bigger promise and and a bigger claim, not based on an average of like your worst clients and your best clients, but eliminating the bottom eighty percent from the conversation and only going after to the top twenty percent and talk about. It, talking your message about specifically only those top 20% of the clients that you've helped where and, and only target them. And, and, um, I'm not necessarily saying don't ever work with any other types of clients as long as they're a fit and you want to work with them. That's fine. But like when you're ac- actually going out and targeting your clients go after the ones that, you know, you can, you can create high six and seven figure, um, results for, You want to solve big problems for them and make a big promise around it and be, and, uh, this leads us to number three, which I've kind of touched on. The three is be relentlessly choosy about your clients. Now, um, most companies don't do this. And the reason why is because they are so overly dependent on referrals that they kind of take whoever comes in the door. Now, um, I and I'm hoping that your company is not like that and you have um you have a, a bit more of a criteria around who you want to be working with but it's it's not just about like well we can we can provide these type of solutions right here but it's it's about what are these solutions going to actually do for the company what how is the company going going to look 12 months after you you've applied your system to it right so you can apply your system to a startup, and maybe in twelve months they can be able to generate an extra fifty thousand dollars with it, right? Or you can apply your same system to, you know, a, ten, a twenty million dollar company, and maybe you're able to help them add ten million dollars of sales in the next year. These these are really type of examples that I see all the time for service based companies, and um, when you uh, respect the, the, the level of outcome that you can get based on the different kinds of clients, then, um, what it allows you to do is be very choosy about the clients and, and, um, reserve your bandwidth, your limited bandwidth for the clients that are going to be the most profitable for you, that you can really do your very best work for and, and be, um, compensated the ones that you can do your very best work for, and that you will be compensated Based on the level of um, outcome that you can actually provide, not based on the average amount of outcome that you can provide for clients. So, um, the four the the fourth thing is to target and hunt. So, don't wait around for clients to come to for your very best clients to come to you, so you're always going to have inbound leads coming in, but if you are are dependent on those, then what's going to happen is that you know um maybe you have a little bit of turnover for clients and and um, you have some referrals come in that aren't quite the right fit, and you get tempted to bring them in because you need the cash flow and I mean, I've even seen cases where with some of our clients, when we started working with them, they had brought on these clients for the cash flow, just to keep the cash flow going in the company, and they actually were not making money on these clients. So, with with one client in particular who had this challenge, and he, he was he came on our podcast recently. Um, he he discovered that thirty percent of their clients, b- because of this pattern they'd gone into, thirty percent of their clients were not profitable. So, um, what happened is that. Seventy percent. The other seventy percent of the, the company was actually um, propping up those clients. So um, what we did is we put together a strategy for how to how to um, be able to get every client in the company profitable, and we were able to do that within a month. And it was really uh, we, we we were able to solve the problem within um, one of the first sessions we worked together. But um, we were able to fully implement that within about a month or so. So that that added a ten th- tens of thousands of dollars of profit to the company, and um, and it stopped eating away at profit as well. So um, you you want to target and hunt so that you don't get into this um, place where you're you're accepting whatever referrals or whatever inbound inquiries come your way. Um, And when you have a really big long list of different clients that you can work with, then um, it makes it very easy to turn away the ones that aren't the perfect fit that you can't that that aren't going to be the most profitable types of clients and the most joyful types of clients to work with because that's also another element of that because you don't want to bring on clients that are going to be a time and energy suck for you and your team because you know it 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 can erode down your organization and um, you know it's just it's a very bad. Thing to do to wear your team down with clients that aren't a fit. And, um, you know, one of our, um, mantras is that, you know, if you come working at hands off CEO, you're only going to be working with clients who are amazing and who are respectful and, um, that, that are just really fun to work with. And, and, um, any client that we have had that hasn't been that way, you know, for my team's sake and my own as well, we've let them go because they're, they're not, um, they're not a fit for the direction that we're going. And you should be doing the same thing um, with your own company because the cost is much, much higher than you realize. Okay. So the fifth thing is, and this is a big thing, (laughs) but I'm just saying it in one sentence here basically is um, anticipate failure points. So think about everything that could possibly go wrong in your service and anticipate those things put together and and looking at the the step by step everything that could go wrong um, in the service delivery so that you can actually guarantee services so that you ha- so that your team um you and your team have confidence that um everything is going as it should and that um you know you can sell with confidence these services that are going to make a dramatic difference in um your clients businesses so um anyway those that that is in a nutshell why you can't charge four times the amount of of uh, that you're charging now um the rate that you're charging right now is a representation of the level of confidence that you are projecting to clients and and also um and also the the, the level of um, trust and confidence that you have, that you have actually earned with your clients. Um, now, that th- that is kind of a broad brush stroke statement, by the way. And I do realize that sometimes we decide to charge less for um, strategic reasons, for volume reasons. There, there might be all sorts of reasons for that. But if you are trying to increase your fees, if you are looking at other people in the industry, other companies in the industry, maybe ones that aren't, don't even do as good service as you. And you, um, you're wondering why you can't charge more. Um, wondering why you're getting price resistance from clients. This is why. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, wow, this is really resonating. And, um, I'd love to know more about how I can actually implement this into my business. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of opportunities, you know, we're, we're adding um, such great, we're doing such great work for our clients. And I, you know, how do I put this all together? Well, um, we just put together a guarantee workshop recently and it was just, it was, um, it was so popular. Uh, I was, I was surprised at how popular it was because it's a bit of a controversial subject, but what I've realized is just how, um, needed this information is. And if you're at a place where you'd like to see, you know, how does how would this, how does this really apply to my business? You know, if you're at a place where you have really great case studies or maybe they're underdeveloped case studies, but you just have, have been able to have great results for your clients, reach out and email me. I'd love to hear, you know, what you see as the biggest challenge for you holding back, holding back from, um, being able to increase your fees. So, um, you can email me. This is my direct email. It's Mandy at handsoffceo.com, M-A-N-D-I at handsoffceo.com. And if, um, you are enjoying this podcast, if you're getting a lot, um, out of it, if you would please send, uh, leave us a review on iTunes, that would be fantastic. We want to get the word out to as many, um, CEOs as possible to really be transforming businesses and lives. Um, one person, one CEO at a time. Thanks so much for listening. This is Mandy Ellison from Hands Off CEO Podcast, signing off. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Hands Off CEO with Mandy Ellefson. If you wanna work less and make more, make sure you subscribe and get a new episode every week and help spread the word by leaving a review.